When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Carlos Santana rocks MGM National Harbor tomorrow night in Oxon Hill, Maryland, near Washington, D.C. I spoke with the legendary guitarist about his journey from Mexico to Woodstock, including classic hits like Evil Ways, Black Magic Woman, and Oye Como Va, before his record-breaking phenomenon Supernatural, featuring collaborations with Rob Thomas on Smooth and Wyclef Jean on Maria Maria. Hey, Carlos Santana. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Hi, hi. It's great to be here, and thank you. Oh, you're an absolute legend of music history. This is an honor for us. Our, our, our radio station, it's gonna, you're going to break the airwaves with how huge you are. <laughs> uh, but no, we're going to, we got to tell everybody you're coming to MGM National Harbor. It's just across the river of DC in, in Maryland. Uh, it's going to be on July 26th. So everybody get your tickets. Um, what can we expect from the show? Is is it mostly like the, the blessings and miracles or do you sprinkle in? Uh, I mean, you have had so many albums. <laughs> you're, you and the Rolling Stones, I think, are the only bands with like a top 10 album like every decade. Since the 60s, so what? How do you pick what to play? Thank you for asking that. I'm very clear with specificity about honoring yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Tomorrow is right now for me is improvising. Uh, yesterday is the songs that people grew up with. Today is the songs that that like from Supernatural on, you know. And uh, so, but the main thing is energy, uh, power, grace. And light and love. That's what Santana is. It's a celebration of your divinity and your light. I love it. And you mentioned, we can get to Supernatural in a second. You mentioned that. It's it's, it's a soundtrack of a lot of our lives in the last couple of years. But um, I'd love to move a little chronologically and hit some of the, the bigger hits and stuff and tell some of the, your story. I know we only got like 10 minutes, but but um, you, you're always ranked like among the best guitarists ever. But I want to tell our listeners, remind them like when you first picked up your first guitar. I know you were born in Mexico in, in 47 and eventually made your way up to San Francisco, you know, to form the band and everything in, in 60s. But, um, you know, take me back to the beginning when, when you actually picked up that first guitar. What Was it love at first sight with that with those chords? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I started out with the violin, as most people know. Then I picked up the bass. And then people tell me, people told me, you play too many notes to be a bass player. <laughs> so I picked up the guitar. And did you, who, who, were you modeling after anyone at the time? Like, were you listening to Sly Stone or Hendrix or, you know what I mean? Like, who were your early influences with that thing? I think all of us grew up listening to Little Richard, you right. know? I mean, he was the most electric guy before before anybody, before Sly or Prince or Elton John or Liberace. I mean, to me, everyone from Jimi Hendrix to the Beatles, everybody learned, including uh, Bob Dylan. He claimed that he, he wanted to be like 
is is uh, is powerful and mighty is Little Richard. Little Richard never got the credit that he needed to, like Elvis Presley or anything like that. Right. But to me, Little Richard, Chuck Berry, and Bo Diddley, they are the architects of rock and roll. They changed the game. They they set up everything else that that followed, and Elvis and Dylan and everybody else sort of borrowed from them. But they they really started everything. Um, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Well, then, so you make your way up from Mexico to San Fran and formed the band in the '60s. That first self-titled album, Santana, in '69. Um, of course, Evil Ways was a huge hit, and then obviously you played Soul Sacrifice at Woodstock, and that really, I guess, sort of even you know brought you even more popularity. Um, but t- tell me about you know recording Evil Ways. Like, how, how did that? It's such a cool, upbeat, uh, fun, double time type thing. But how did you come up with it? It was because of Bill Graham. It was Bill Graham was uh, and will always be my first uh, agent, manager, uh, archangel who watch out for me. You know, I have two people who open Jaimanga's doors for me. Yeah. Uh, one is Bill Graham because of Woodstock and another one is Clive Davis, Mr. Clive Davis yeah. with Supernatural. So, you know, and I, I, I love telling people you will have your own Bill Graham and your own Clyde Davis in your life. God will make sure that you have that. Just be open to it and be grateful, you know, that these people do exist. They will come and open a big, big door for you. That's really good advice. And yeah, and then Graham at Bill Graham at opening the doors for Woodstock and, 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 and you were suddenly your career was born, but uh, my listeners will kill me if I don't ask at least one question about that Abraxas album with black magic woman, that opening guitar is so friggin' sexy of a guitar riff. And then of course, Oye Komova also on there, almost like a, what an old cha-cha-cha you made, you made even more famous, but yeah. Uh, and memories of putting together uh, that, I, that's a seminal album, man, but memories of putting it together back before any of us knew it. <laughs> well, well, you know, how'd you come up with Black Magic Woman, Oya Komova? They're, they're legends. They're uh, songs that, that were floating around, um, orbiting around my consciousness. For example, uh, Black Magic Woman was a song that Greg Raleigh uh, brought to the band. Greg Raleigh and I, we were listening a lot to Peter Green at that time. And uh, he said, you know, I think we should do this song. And we rehearsed it in a parking lot. In, uh, in Fresno. And uh, so when it came to my part, I said, okay, I have to go to my portfolio in Rolodex. <laughs> uh, and so I immediately thought of Wes Montgomery, Otis Rush, and B.B. King. Nice. And so that's what you hear at the beginning of Black Magic Woman. Octaves like Wes Montgomery. And then, you know, that part is... All your love and beauty, baby, which just comes from Otis Rush, which Eric Clapton and I love a lot. Uh, so to me, it's just, you know, whenever I'm required to take a solo, I always go through my Rolodex and my portfolio and see what kind of musicians I can borrow their style here and there, you know, and create a patchwork. Uh, and, and, and Gabor Sabo with Gypsy Queen. Yeah, no, yeah, you 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 bought you gotta borrow. It's not stealing, baby. You borrow all the grades borrow from each other, and then people still borrow from you. It's just how music goes. And so to find a, I guess the thanks for the Peter Green shout out, the Fleetwood Mac. A lot of people forget that Black Magic Woman sort of started there, but yours is the one everybody knows. So that's how it works. <laughs> Tony, Tony, uh, uh, the gentleman who just passed, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett just Tony died Bennett the other day. Said, yep. Tony Bennett said, "If you take from one person, it's called stealing." But if you take from many, it's called research. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, I'm going to hope to continue to, to take from you and research here. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> You've mentioned uh, Supernatural a couple times and uh, that not to date myself or un- underdate myself, my youth or whatever, but that's the album that was of my generation. You've crossed so much, so many generations, but I guess that came out, Supernatural was in 99. I guess you had already just gone into the Rock Hall of Fame in 98. Most people would just hang their hat on that and be done. You released your biggest album ever right after that. Um, it was huge. I think it won nine Grammys, broke Michael Jackson's record of Thriller with eight. I think it still holds the record tied with U2's uh, How to Dismantle Time bomb but um tell me about you know it's uh decades into your career at that point how do you you know do, do you reach out to rob thomas for smooth or wyclef or maria maria and the product like do, do you reach out to them individually or or how does that come together is clive davis putting that together like who's reaching out for those collabs to tell you the truth it's an archangel that people don't know too much about but like people know about michael gabriel and Raphael, but people don't know people don't know about this angel archangel named methatron and so I connected with this Archangel Metatron. And because of Metatron, I connected with Clive. And Clive connected with Lauren Hill, Rob Thomas, and everybody. Mm-hmm. But this was a collaboration around, around the frequency of Archangel Metatron. I, Metatron, uh, in, a, in a like a seance meditation, told me, you're going to be more popular than ever. You're going to be in the radio ever. And and all we ask from you is every time you receive an award, just say Kadosh, 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 Adonai Sebayot, which means holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Just say that every time you receive an award. And so I kept my promise and they kept their promise. And here we are. Wow. How do you say it in method? Methotron? Methotron. There's, is, he's got a, a, a twin female. Her name is Sandalfon, but it's Methotron. If you look at this angel, he's the one that collects all the prayers and he brings them to God. And then they, you know, they, uh, when you submit your request or prayer, he he takes it to God and then God and Methotron uh, manifest your dreams and aspirations and your desires. I love it. Sound like a pretty spiritual guy, sir. I love it. Or at least tap tapping into the, you know, the great beyond for inspiration here. Um, it's all energy man you if you don't believe it then you don't get nothing if you believe it you get a lot yep put it out in there and it comes back to you absolutely i love it um and and was 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 that the first song that that name checked you in your own song you know played by carlos santana i mean that introduced every is that the first i think it might have been the first time your name actually got in your own song (laughs) i guess so i don't i don't i don't keep track of it but, but thank god uh 
for Wycliffe, he wrote the song basically just looking into my eyes and, and my face became like a chart to read. And he wrote a song, Maria, Maria, just looking at my eyes and my face. It was it was pretty incredible to witness. Yeah. And what was final, you know, as we're winding down time here, we're working. I, I Matchbox 20 is coming to play our, our area. And I just interviewed their lead guitarist the other day. But what was it like working with Rob Thomas? I mean, they, they were on fire at that point, And here you come in and the two of you together made something that probably was better. It's something that neither of you could have just had on your own. Like the, the, the collective energies like you're talking about created something so smooth. <laughs> yes, I'm very grateful. You know, by the time there's a whole history about how the song was created, but by, by the time it landed in my lap, between Rob Thomas and Ital Schur and, and Clive Davis and people around him, um, there was like nine to 12 instrumental people that put it together. By the time I landed on my lap, all I had to do was close my eyes and play on it. Uh, and and the way I remember it, it was one take. You know, we, we warmed up the band, this and that, but it was a one take. Uh, what is the name of the producer? Matt, Matt Serletic. Matt Serletic. You know, he was working a lot with uh, Rob Thomas. So, you know, I'm just grateful, man. To me, all my life, it just seems like I'm a recipient of many blessings. I feel like a child across the border and uh, someone was waiting for me with a bunch of a roll, roll, a big roll of tickets to, to ride all the rides in Disneyland and have any food that I wanted to, ice cream or candy. <laughs> I really feel like that, man. Since I crossed the border, People have been very, very, very kind and generous to me and my family. That's so great. Well, let's let's leave it there then. In in the final seconds, you mentioned crossing the border. I mean, I think Supernatural even made you the first. Yeah, I think you were the first Hispanic artist to win Record of the Year at the Grammys. I think, and you know, you've won so many Latin Grammys and ten Grammys and thirteen if you count Latin Grammys. Um, yeah, just talk about sort. Of, I mean, are are you are you proud of of? I mean, I know you described it as crossing the border and like winning the lottery and getting these tickets, but there's so many younger folks that have come after you that that are you know in a way you are giving them the tickets. You know, you you are the one helping them cross over that border. You know, literally like you did or metaphorically, just reaching the mainstream. But yeah, are you proud of your place? You know, but sort of bring Latin music into into a, a larger audience. I don't think like that, man. Basically, I am I'm a multidimensional spirit that plays life, uh, you know, I don't, a lot of people might get hurt or offended, but I don't belong to like, you know, a this flag or that flag or this, that, or that, you know, to me, I don't have any um, emotional investment in patriotism or countries or nation or flags. That stuff to me is corp corrupt corporations that I don't follow. That's man-made BS. You're right. Music's universal. And we are one family in this planet. You know, if you and I would get a chance to, to do what Bezos does and Elon Musk and go up there in a space shuttle and you see yourself outside this planet, there's no time up there because it's just now and there's no borders and there's no flags. And, you know, it's just it's just one heart. We're all one heart. Thank you. We're all one heart. Santana, MGM National Harbor on July 26th. Thanks so much. Thank you, Thank Jason. You. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.